do welcome to the teaching ministry of Nelson Ihiagwa. Be stirred as you listen. Please have your Bible because we'll be opening a lot. First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 1. Let's start from there. First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 1. So Paul speaking to the church at Corinth. This is what he said. He said, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. 1 Corinthians 12, 1. 1, 2, go. Now, you see, the word gifts, it is italicized in your Bible if you're using a KJV, right? Talk to me, right? So what that means is um, what that means is in the originals it was not there. Glory to God. In the originals it was not there. So they added the word gifts to help the word before it makes sense. Are you with me? Because the word spiritual is the only word. So if you are reading it straight from the Greek What Paul will be saying is now concerning spirituals. Brethren, I will not have you ignorant. He did not add the word gifts. Are you with me? So, the word spirituals, I think is pneumaticos, which means of the spirit. So, he's saying concerning the things of the spirit, concerning spiritual things, I what? Will not have you ignorant. You see, this is very important because and truth be told, there are a lot of believers who are ignorant about the things of the spirit. Um, a lot of believers think the things of the spirit is for a particular cadre of believers. But this is Paul talking to an entire church of, historically speaking, about twelve, at least 12,000 people. And he's saying, I will not have you ignorant. As a matter of fact, Paul wrote this letter to correct the excesses of this church. Because this was a church that Everybody was flowing anyhow. Are you with me? Everybody was flowing in spiritual gifts anyhow. So Paul wrote this letter to give it order. So basically, this is a church that had wildfire. Are you with me? But then Paul is now speaking to them. He said, I will not have you ignorant. You see, that line tells us something. Two things. Number one, a church who already has, a church can have manifestations of the things of the spirit and be ignorant about it. While another church may not have any manifestation of spirit because they are also ignorant. Ignorance works both ways and both ways are dangerous. One way ignorance works is, number one, you could, um, um, let me call it two bins of ignorance. You could, uh, how do I put this now? Okay, let me use a gun for example. If you have a gun, if you are ignorant about its use, you could either be killed when you could have defended yourself. Are you with me? You could have been killed when you, you would have you could you could have been killed when you could have defended yourself, or you could kill yourself or kill somebody else. Do we get this? Do we get this? Um, yeah. So one Okay, I think I get this now. Two extremes of ignorance is number one, ignorance could be ignorance could dis 
ignorance could destroy on both ends. But one end is you will be a novice. Even when you have an advantage, you will not know to use it. And number two is you will use an advantage unduly. Do we get that? When you have an advantage, you will not use it. Please reduce this mic. When you have an advantage, you will not use it. Or you will use the advantage unduly. Unduly. So that is why Paul is talking to a church that knows too much about the things of the spirit. And he's saying, yo, I will not have you what? Ignorant. So a lot of people now say, um, why are you teaching? You know, I, I remember when I, when I just got saved, I was growing a lot. I was a lot younger in the faith. I saw one, I think it was prophetic class or something like that. And I was like, why would they be teaching prophetic class? It's an office. If you have it, you have it. If you don't have it, you don't have it. No. The things of the spirit should be taught. They should be taught. Because if the things of the spirit are not taught, the believer will live a subnormal life. If, the, if you don't know what you have, it will not matter what you have. Are you with me? If you don't know what you have, it will not matter that you have it. So that is why Paul said, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I will what? Not have you ignorant. So you see Paul say this. And Paul talking about giving in 2 Corinthians 8. 8 he said, Paul, you, Paul sent Titus to the church at Corinth to walk the same grace that was in the church at Macedonia to the church at Corinth. L- let me give you context. Give me some. Okay, yeah. Look at this. He said, Moreover, brethren, we do to wit of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. What, what punctuation mark is this? It means that the next thing he's about to say is explaining what was said earlier. Now, so what he's explaining now is that grace of God. Are you with me? What he's explaining now is that grace of God that was that is in the Macedonian church. He said, how that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. What this means is, the church at Macedonia, they were poor. Yet in their poverty, they still gave generously and sacrificially. So this is what he meant by the grace of God in verse 1. Are you with me? Go on. He said, for to their power, I bear record, yea, and beyond their power, that's sacrificially, they were willing of themselves, uh-huh, praying us with much entreaty, that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministry of the ministering to the saints. So they will they will receive their gifts and also take up their gifts and go and minister to other saints. Next verse. He said, and this they did not as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord. Let me just give you a caveat a little bit. This is the only place in scriptures where you see that word giving your life to Christ shown. Because in salvation, what you do is you receive the life of Christ. Then in service, you give your life to... Do we get this? And that's why he said they gave their own selves. And unto us by the will of God. Next, next verse. This is where I was coming to. I read all that so that we'll get the context. He said, in so much that we desire Titus, 
that as he had begun, so he would also finish in you the same what? What grace? The same giving grace that was in the Macedonian church that even in their poverty they gave freely. Paul wanted Titus to walk the same grace in the Corinthian church. And how was he going to do this? He was going to do this by what? Teaching. Are you with me? He was going to do this by teaching. So, as Titus was teaching the church at Corinth, um, what, Titus was, what Titus was going to do is he was going to tell them, because Paul had gone down and Paul was talking about the grace of God that is on, on our Lord Jesus, how Jesus became poor that we might become rich. That is not material poverty, right? He's talking of how he shed himself of divinity, became a man that we who are mortal could have the life of God. So, um, if, I mean, imagine God being a man, you becoming your creation. That's poverty. Yeah, that's poverty. And many times when you read the Gospels, even the epistles, you see many times, not saying all, many times you see the word poor used to mean the state of a man's spirit, the state of a man's soul. So that's why Jesus says, Blessed are those who are the poor in the spirit. For those of us who are reading Aliko Dangote to the verse, calm down. Glory. So, Paul said Titus so that he might walk the same grace in them also. So that they also, they might understand that this is who, this is who Christ is. He will show them the sacrificial giving that is seen in the Lord Jesus. And in showing them that sacrificial giving and all those things, they themselves will understand and by themselves give freely. Do we get this? Look at this verse. It says, James 1.22 Or before we even go there, let me just explain something. You see, grace is used contextually in the Bible. There are contexts in which the word grace is used. There is some context when he's talking of the grace of God in salvation, like Titus 2.11, I believe. He said the grace of God that bringeth salvation has what? Appeared unto all men. In that context, grace was talking of saving grace. Then you now find many other contexts. Um, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 5. And you see other contexts. You see Paul said, the grace of God that was given to me. You, other times you see Paul saying, in 2 Corinthians 2, he said, um, as God has enabled me grace to be a wise master builder. So in the Bible we see saving grace and we see enabling grace. Say enabling grace. So grace has its contexts in which it was used. He had his context in which it was used. And um, so, one, if we find out one thing, grace is not just the unmerited favor of God. It is also seen in the ability of God. Are you with me? Grace is not just the unmerited favor of God. It is also seen in the what? Ability of God. It's seen in the ability of God. And that is why Peter said, grace and peace be multiplied to you according to the what? Knowledge. So, when God's word on a particular matter is communicated to you, ability by default is imparted to you to work on that subject. Are you with me? So, for example, if I teach on giving, I will not say, oh, receive grace to give. No, the word of God automatically does that. 
So also, as we are teaching on the things of the Spirit, I'm not just saying receive grace to walk in this thing. You are not receiving grace to walk in it. As the word is being communicated, the same things are being birthed on your inside. Why? Because, you know, the Bible says in James chapter 1, 22 to 25, it lets us, let me just read this quickly. It says, Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any man be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man, beholding his natural face in the glass. But he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgeteth what manner of man he is. So a man who is not the doer of the word is a man who, who forgets what the word says. Let's read on. He said, um, But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he shall not be a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Paul said, Paul said that, he said, um, James said this rather, and when James said this, what James was talking about was, hey, um, the word of God, basically, if you look, if you keep the word of God before you, it's like a mirror, you see your identity. If you see who you are, you will act the right way. Are you with me? If you see who you are, you will act the right way. I've had a, and I keep giving this testimony because it's something we can relate with. In, a, in the world we live in, vices are plenty. There's a guy, there are many people who, who come across and they're like, they're struggling with pornography, struggling with masturbation, struggling with all those things. And they're like, pray for me. They want me to cast out spirits, hold their head and say, lose him, let him go, and all those things. But I just like, you know what? You are going to be on a romance six diet. You will eat it two times a day, morning, evening. You, by the time you do it for two weeks, you can cram it verbatim. And you start saying it to yourself. You will be alright. Because a man who puts the word of God in front of him. Listen, if you are struggling with giving, you are struggling with prayer, you are struggling with any aspect of your Christian work, just gather messages on that area. Listen to it. Act on it, you will be fine. Because your mind... When your mind is holding God's word, what exactly is happening is your mind is, um, help me Lord, your mind is catching up to the realities that are already at work in your spirit. The endless, timeless truths that are already at work in your spirit. Some of you, of course, just like me, there were, there were many, maybe in your work with God, there were things that used to be happenstance. You didn't know how they used to work until you got information about God's word on that area. You could now replicate them. Are you with me? Because before they used to happen by chance, but now light has come. So it is easier for you to just walk on those things with ease. Say ease. Because as you have listened to God's word on that matter, grace, because grace is synonymous to one word as well, ease. So grace is now multiplied on those areas. You walk freely on them. Glory. So that is why we have supernatural class. As you are taught about the things of the spirit, with ease you flow in those things. With ease. I told um, volunteers that tuned into prayer yesterday, if you give your heart to this class, you will flow with ease. This particular one. You will flow with ease on the, with the things of the spirit. Are you with me? With ease, you will flow with the things of the Spirit. You will flow with revelatory gifts. They will not just happen by chance. You will know how to work with these things. And you will get better in them. 
Glory. Now, this is just an introduction to spiritual things because the next two supernatural classes we are going to be talking on the things of the spirit. The next one, I'm not sure if it's utterance or power gifts, but one of them shall. And that's why the first one, we have to lay a foundation with life by the spirit. Another thing to understand is the things of the spirit are for all believers. Spirituals are for all believers. Spirituals are for all believers. And th- that is why this is something Moses even understood in Numbers eleven twenty nine. Moses said, I wish all of God's people were prophets. Look at what he said. He said, and Moses said unto him, when the guy came and he saw the two prophets, the two elders prophesying in the camp because they refused to be around the tent. And Moses said unto him, envious thou for my sake, people will not put you in trouble. I hope you know it's, it's this kind of people that put David in trouble. That says Saul has killed thousands. David has killed ten. So David just killed one person. Plus lion and bear. They say it's ten thousand. So this guy, Moses was like, why are you jealous on my behalf? Is it your prophecy? Leave it now. He said, would God, would God that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord will put his spirit upon them. Moses basically understood that Moses said, this is what God desired. In the dispensation in which Moses lived, hmm, the spirit walking upon somebody was testament that the spirit will not walk on you. Are you with me? It was testament. But in Moses, Moses understood that one person being a superman is not God's idea. Look at this. Exodus 19.6. It says, And ye shall be unto me. This was prophecy now. Oh, but glory to God, it is fulfilled in our day. Exodus 19.6. It says, And ye shall be unto me a kingdom of what? And a holy These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. Now, why did God say Moses should say this to Israel? Because in the Old Testament, Israel was God's exclusive preserve. When you talked of the elect, you only talked about Israel. But today, whoever is in Christ is God's preserve. Are you with me? So right now, you can say we are the Israel of God. We are God's own chosen people. Glory to God. Look at this. He said, this looks very familiar, right? First Peter 2.9. For you are a what? A what? A what? A what? Thank you. Some people don't know peculiar people. I will not call your name Oinda. <laughs> now, he said God's desire is that there will be a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. What does this mean? These two words, kingdom of priests, or these five words, kingdom of priests and holy nation tell us something. It, was, it is God's idea that all of God's people should handle the holy. Are you with me? You missed a good point to shout. Let me pretend like I didn't say it and say it again. These five, these five words, kingdom of priests and holy nations tell us one thing. It is God's design that all of God's people should handle the holy. God's plan, and that is why he prophesied in Hebrews. He said, you will not say, um, thou shalt know the Lord, or tell his brother, you know the for all shall know the Lord. None shall tell his brother, know the Lord, for all shall know the Lord. Why? Because our heart has been made tender towards him. 
it's not just we don't just know what not to do to make God angry. It's not just thou shalt not, thou shalt not. There is He that is at work in me, both to will and to do of His good pleasure. Hallelujah! Beyond regulations, there is a regulator on my inside. There is one that does not just will to do. He does not just desire. He pushes me to do. I don't just will to do. He works in me to do it. It is God's desire that all of his people should be able to handle the holy. And that's why I'm coming back to 1 Corinthians 12. Give me 1 Corinthians 12 from verse 1. Are you there? It says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. That's where we get. Now, remember I said this, when you see this parenthesis, it's just as good as italics. So, if we're going to throw this away, let's just put this. Now, concerning what? spirituals meaning concerning moves things of the spirit because the word gifts gives gives us a box in our head and i will explain when we go on go on go on he said ye know that ye were gentiles carried away onto these dumb idols dumb idols dumb it is funny me when i see sacrifice on the road i'm like dumb idols dumb even as you were led, go on. No, wait. Go back. Everybody is led, though. Believer or unbeliever, you are led. Either by the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now walketh in the children of, of disobedience, or the spirit of God. Everybody is what? Go on. Catch your sob. If you are not born again, be led by the spirit. <laughs> Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the spirit of God, listen. When it comes to manifestations of the spirit, there are doctrinal guidelines to them. And that's why Paul, Paul would tell them, Paul is not telling them discern by the spirit. We'll come to that. Paul is telling them doc, clear doctrinal terms. Nobody speaking by the spirit of God calleth Jesus a cost. And, and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but how? By the Holy Ghost. Next verse. He said, now, Look at this now. He's explaining what he meant by spirituals in verse 1, right? He said, now, now there are diversities of gifts, but the same. Next verse. And there are differences of what? But the same. Next verse. And there are diversities of what? But the same God which walketh all in all. Three words. Um, operations administrations and gifts. All of them are three words Paul is using to describe the same thing. The same thing. Go on. Verse 7. Look at this. This is what he used to crap, cram it all up. He said, but the what? Of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. So, the, the manifestations, remember I said we should not use the word, we should throw away the word gifts for a bit, right? Because the spiritual things, a lot of us have been taught that when we think of gifts, it is what you have, is what this other person does not have, is what he has. It's not that they are what manifestations because they are done by men. I'm joking, but I'm joking. He said, 
the manifestations um, the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all to profit from it so these things are not gifts I said it last time in a video I put on Twitter that was retweeted a lot. Please be retweeting the videos. <laughs> and the things of the spirit are not badges. Reinhard Bonke said this. They are not badges of honor. They are tools for a job. Because they are... Let me, let me paint it this way. When you step into the office, remember, okay, let me, let me explain this first. Remember, manifestations are not yours. Are you with me? manifestations are not in quotes yours they are things that happen do you get this manifestations are not yours they are things that happen spirituals what paul calls spirituals in one is actually what he's calling manifestations here hmm. thank you jesus Okay. <laughs> okay. Woo! Manifestations of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Give me the next verse. Before I even come here, I said I wanted to explain something in the last one. You see, when we all, when you go to the office, right? They give you work tools, right? Right? They give you work tools. In our context, those work tools are going to be manifestations. They are things that you use to do the work. They are things that you use to... They are not your own. You use them to do the work. You know, somebody said something very beautiful. He said, the gifts are in the gift. That gift is the Holy Ghost. Are you with me? That gift is the Holy Ghost. So if you have the gift, you have all the gifts. Because as you have the spirit of God, it is by him that you manifest everything when it's necessary. You may not be a prophet, but when God needs somebody to utter counsel, you rise up. These numbers are distracting me. Whose numbers? I don't know if it's the last of your numbers, but 0157. Does that number mean anything to anybody? 0157. What is it? I think I've told you this before, but ways are coming. Are you listening to me, Fisayo? Opportunities are here. Opportunities, opportunities that will count in financial increase and partnership for me, glory. <laughs> opportunities that will count for financial increase are here. Amen? Amen. What they are saying, amen. They feel collector. Say amen properly. That's revelatory gift. Um, thank you, Holy Ghost. Yes, I was here. The gifts are in the gifts. Are you with me? Say again. The gifts are in the gifts. The gifts are in the gifts. Please sit up, everybody. Sit up. For to one is given. Now, this is where a lot of people now miss it. This is where a lot of people now miss it. Remember. What Paul was doing here was he was addressing a corporate problem. So, 
if you read this verse with that understanding that he's talking of within a corporate setting, it will help you understand what this is talking about. So this is where a lot of people now think that, oh, I have word of knowledge, I don't have word of wisdom. And the truth is, the doc- your doctrine will always interfere with your experiences. I used to think I had word of knowledge, so when, when it came to giving a word, and it happened sometimes, or I thought, so every other gift, when it manifests, not chance, God is in a good mood today. You know, but I did not understand that these manifestations, they are manifestations, not things you have. And the truth is, once you are convinced that you have a gift, you will easily flow in it any day. But if you are convinced that you don't have one, once, even if it's coming, you will say, I'm not sure, but it's doing me like God is saying. Look at this, he said, for to one is given by the Spirit, the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge, by the what? Look at, pay attention to this. He kept on emphasizing this. Next verse. To another faith, by what? To another gifts of healing, by? Go on. Keep going on until we get to 11. To another workings of miracles. To another prophecy. To another discerning of spirits. To another diverse kinds of tongues. To another, di- now, hold on. Let me explain this. Diverse kinds of tongues. Glory. Let me not explain. Let me go. Let me explain this when we get to utterance gifts. But diverse kinds of tongues here is not when you are speaking in tongues and you are hearing another language. No. Diverse kinds of tongues as a manifestation here is not even your prayer language. It's giving an, an a message in tongues that needs an interpretation. Oof, as I said, I feel there's somebody that there's a message in tongues for somebody. Are you with me? Thank you, Jesus. Salabato kofe. Treketu ketelemande rataku ja atakive talomoto kupredeketi labatu kufetish. Talo suba ketre kevedi zufata pandoro dekeba atus. Woo! Telemahataku. The word is for someone there. The Lord says that dry spell is over. That dryness in your walk with God. You tried to. You tried to in step with prayer times you've tried all those things but it seems not to work the Lord says that dry spell is over that dry spell is over yeah yeah that's the word glory to God to another the interpretation of tongues give me the next verse but all these work it that one and the self same who Dividing to every man severally as now. When you understand that that it is a corporate, he said, For to one is given by the spirit. So we can be here. Somebody has a prophecy, he stands up, he is prophesying by the what spirit. Somebody has a word of knowledge, he's giving it by the spirit. Somebody has a somebody has to communicate healing to somebody, he's doing it how by the spirit. So when he says for to one is giving, for to one is giving, it is not property. It is one person is giving this. Remember, the gift of the spirit in that verse 7 is giving for every man to what? Profit with all. So once one person has a prophecy and he stands up and begins to prophesy, it's not about him. It's about the, it's about the profiting of another person. That's why it's not tool, his manifestation in a corporate gathering. Do we get this? Whose wristwatch? Please turn that off. 
And that's why he said, the spirit give it severally as he will. As we all gather, God has something to say. God has something to say. Listen, listen. Pay close attention for God has something to say. You will know those who use their offering money to buy biscuits. They are not singing. They are the ones not singing. Because they used to stop Sunday school. If you stop Sunday school, raise, raise your hands to Jesus. Stand up on your feet. Get out. <laughs> Glory to God. So, listen, I need you to understand this. Um, the things of the Spirit are not, they are not your own. They are manifestations. So don't think I, I have this. I have, even if you don't, listen, can I tell you something? Learn to take the testimony of the Word of God over your experience. If I never see a miracle again, I believe God still works miracles through men. Because my my conviction on the miraculous does not come from whether I see it happen or whether I don't see it happen. It comes from does the word of God say it? <sighs> Pastor Oge said something many years ago that changed my life. Pastor Oge said, be the kind of Christian that when they say the Bible says your argument comes to an end. There's no fine tuning. There's no leave the Bible. Times have changed. <laughs> Can I tell you something? That's a lie. It's a lie. Times might have changed, but can I tell you something? Communication is still communication. It might be faster. Um, you know, the means might have changed, but it's still communication. Um, transportation, it might be faster. It's still transportation. The heart of man in many years is still the heart of man. That is why I will never understand why somebody says, I'm an atheist, but I'm a secular humanist. You don't believe in God while you say he committed atrocities in the Old Testament which can be easily explained but you will not allow us to explain to you because coconut head is your portion. Right? Now, somebody can say that but you say, boy, I believe the best in humans, humanity. Wicked mankind. Can I tell you something? People say that about God but every genocide or most of the genocides that have happened in the world, read history, they have been done by atheists dictatorial rulers should we talk of Hitler, should we talk of Pol Pot in fact when they came into power they abolished religion because religion truly is the conscience of society I'm a social scientist I know they preach I go school I like social concepts so when somebody is arguing nonsense with me I'm like calm down oh, calm down you look at how many people Pol Pot killed. You look at how many people Hitler killed. You look at how many people pagan kings killed for their own desires. Because they wanted to be in power. Somebody murdered over 6 million people because he can. And you say, God does evil, but I believe the best in humanity. Are you alright? You can't be alright. Let's not even ask you a question. Let's tell you your verdict. Times might have changed because of the means and everything. But the Bible is still true because what it has said about man is still the same thing. Every time I read the Bible, I just realize that man's problem is still sin. Man, I was watching this morning on how they were still they were arresting protesters and all those things. And I was like, man's problem is still sin. 
if everybody was saved their policies will forget exist let me ask you a question do you know the fine for stealing a car do you know the sentence some of you might know but <laughs> you don't know you do, for some of you that I trust you don't know because you are not planning to steal one don't for man you are not planning to steal one you don't know because you are not planning to steal one that, and that is what because the Bible lets us understand that the law was given for the unlawful the law was given for the unlawful but the man who has been born again are you with me the law was given for the unlawful but there are many things you don't know because you are not planning to do it I'm sorry to say permit me to say this listen this will sound insensitive but it's the word of God you know I did I did an episode with Ebuka my glasses in finding balance you should check out for that podcast says I'm doing marketing listen no. where we're doing the finding balance and we talked of the gospel and social issues can I tell you something biblically speaking biblically speaking social issues social activism will not solve anything hmm? social activism will not solve anything you see all this clamoring we are doing say no to rape rape will continue i'm sorry to say it but it's the truth why because we are trying to use laws to change the innate wickedness of a man a man that is governed by the flesh you know pity was talking of the coolidge effect how mankind by engineering is come says come when you read some horrifying things on insta blog and all those things you are like humanity is scary We we'll say say no to rape, say no to robbery, say no to racism, say no to everything. All of them is one thing: the flesh, sin, and they will only be addressed by the gospel, the gospel that changes a man from the inside out. If we like, we should say set laws and say no homosexuality. Fourteen years in prison, people will still do it. People will still do it. Because it's the law that changes it. It is the gospel that changes a man. If the law does anything, the law proves that you are sinful. So you will continually keep breaking it. That's the law of sin and death. You will continually keep breaking it to show that you know it. Do you get this? Some of us need to learn that in your flesh, you are weak. All this Agbara you are doing, I must please God, I must please God. Calm down. He knew you could not do it, so he sent somebody to die for your sin. Can I talk to you? <laughs> Sorry, you know, I realized I said it last time, I'll say it again. In teachings, I realized that all those all these asides, they are very important parts. Very important parts. Because God is good like that. It's like we start collecting gateway for this supernatural class. Because I think I, I I told somebody something. I said, so we're going to Abuja next year, glory. Not next month. Next month. We've already paid for this space. Two meetings in Abuja. I, I was telling somebody, I said, listen to me, oh. If we go to Abuja and anybody there is not receptive, I'm teaching you. I just lounge and walk you out. Do you know how much came to you? you know how much you spent on the meeting? I walk you out. Since I've said that, please partner. Oh. We have a lot to do this year. 
partner with NIM, partner with NI, glory. But partner, partner with the meeting. Abuja is going to cost us about at least 350,000 naira. At least 350k. Partner, glory. Now, let me bring balance to this. You see, we need to understand that the things of the spirit, we've not even entered revelatory gifts. We are still on this foundation. The things of the spirit are done by men. Are you with me? Now, let me explain this very carefully. Listen. There's a balance to it. We need to understand that... Um, you know this statement that Smith Wigglesworth made? He said, If the spirit of God does not move me, I move the spirit. He made that statement, you know. He said um, something like that. Spirit of God doesn't move me, I move the spirit. Now, is a two, is, there are two sides of the same coin. If man does not move, God will not move. Because the earth we live in. Huh? Are you listening to me? Guys, respond. Are you listening to me? The earth we live in has... Um, what's the word now? Has man as his legal agent. So no being has the right to operate on the earth without man. Psalm 115, I think. It says the heavens, even the heavens of the heavens of the Lord, but the earth has he given to the sons of men. No agent can operate freely without um, man. Yeah. So, if God wants to move in a place, he will stay a man to do things. But at the same time, that statement has a balance. You can be in a meeting and the spirit of God has his own agenda. A lot of people think that statement means when you go into a meeting, you do what you like. No. No. What that means is in a meeting, there can be, or not just in a meeting, when you are evangelizing, the spirit can steer you to give somebody a word and you can also be moved to bless that person. That is why Jesus will look at a man and say that he had compassion on him and he healed him. Other times, the Bible will say he discerned the man had faith to be healed. And go, Are you seeing the balance between the two? It's a two-sided coin. Even in the things of the spirit, there are times when you can see a man and somebody is confused and then you're like, let's pray. And you're searching your spirit for a word to edify the person by. And then you can give the person a word of, because prophecy has three, three characteristics. Edification, exhortation, and what? Comfort. Anything that is outside these three is not the character of prophecy. Guys, amen. Some of you here, the Lord is saying, I heard God, you are in your sin, you are going to die. Your sin has risen to him as a foul stench. That's not the character of prophecy. We'll come to that when we talk about utterance gifts. So, um, the things of the Spirit can be done, are done by men and then there can be the spirit spontaneous, um, having a desire and moving a man to do something do we get this? do we get this? guys talk to me, I need to be sure if you get, who doesn't get this, who wants me to explain again? thank you eh? so, like I said again there are many times when Jesus saw a man and had compassion on him and got him healed there are other times when the Bible speaking of Paul, he said he discerned the man had faith to be healed and he got the man healed so it's two times. You can walk the things of the spirit and the things of the spirit can be stirred up by the spirit to be also done. Do we get it now? 
they have. So, the things of the Spirit are done by men. And that is why Paul will say this. He will say things like 1 Corinthians 14, 26. He says, How is it then, brethren, when ye come together, every one of you had the psalm, had the doctrine, had the tongue, had the revelation, had an interpretation. Let all things be done unto what? Edify me. <laughs> done unto what? I'm still not sure. Is that song a gospel song? I still don't know. You need to ask Defy your questions. He said, let all things be done unto edifying. You know, um, there's a, I'll come back to that. Let's go on to the next verse. If any man speak in an unknown tongue, let it be by... This is what I was talking about. Do you get? Do you remember? If any man be in an unknown tongue, let it be by two or at most by three. Look, look at this. If man could not control it, why did Paul say, let it be by two or by three? The spirit is upon me. I see the heart now. I cannot just stop. It's just doing me. It's, doing, it's a foul devil. He said, let it be by two or by three. This shows what? Control. And that's by, you know, I think I listened to pastor's message at year 158. He was saying, if you stand up and we tell you, calm down once, you know, yeah, calm down twice, not, they carry you out. Straight. I want to say something, but oh no. <laughs> uh, and that by cause. And let one interpret. Go to the next verse. We are going to 33. But if there be no interpreter, let him what? As he they hurt, you can be silent. Are you with me? Let him give silence in the church and let him speak to himself and to God. Let me explain this. What Paul meant by that is not praying in tongues. Because in, in um, Acts 10, in Cornelius' house, all of them spoke in tongues. There was no interpretation. There was no there was no need for interpretation. It was just later we now found out that, oh, they glorified God and spoke in tongues. In Acts chapter 4, they prayed. In Acts chapter 2, they all spoke in tongues. So all of you can speak in tongues without need for an interpreter, especially when you are praying. What Paul meant by that is if you are coming to give a message in tongues, let, and that's why he got on, he went down further and he was saying that, I would prefer to give, to speak five words in my understanding than a thousand words in tongues. Why will Paul say that? And then Paul now say, I speak in tongues more than you all. Because it is context. In his private place, he will speak in tongues more than you all. But in giving a message, he would rather speak five words in his understanding than a thousand words you will not understand. Because you will not be edified, but he will. Are you with me? Let him keep silent in church. Let him speak to himself and to God. Next verse. He said, let the prophet speak to or three and let the other what next verse guys be going quickly if anything be revealed to another that seated by let him first hold his peace are you seeing the words paul is using these are definite words for control when it comes to the things of the spirit because if we and that's why papa Hagen said we are um inspired by the spirit and regulated by the word is he inspired boy what's the word what is the word now? Motivated, Abi? Answer now. Uh, brr, 
For ye may all prophesy one by one that all may learn and all may be what? Comforted. Go to the next verse. He said, and the spirit of the what? Ah, to the... What he means is the spirit of the prophet that is prophesying is subject to the one sitting down. When the one that is standing has a word and his heart like this, he's prophesying about the nations. As the other one has a word and they will tell him, calm down. You know, he said, I cannot stop. He's just moving. He all. He says, just, they, once he says, come, he said, let him be quiet. Let the other one come. Give his own count. Paul was teaching us about order when he came to manifest because the church is a house of order. And by church, it means the gathering of believers. The spirit of prophets are subject to the prophets. All these verses are talking of what? Control. He says, for God is not the word. He says, but of peace. And in all the churches of the saints. The same God who spoke to chaos and order came. That tells us his nature. It's not God's desire that, you know, I hate this in my meetings. I'm ministering. Somebody's ministering to somebody else somewhere there. If I did not tell you to, don't try it. Even when I go to minister in places, I'm not just under the authority of the Holy Ghost. I'm under the authority of my host. If you give me 45 minutes, by, I time myself 40 minutes. 40 minutes, if I talk too much, 43 minutes. If the Holy Ghost is moving me to do any other thing you did not invite me to do, I will ask you. The Spirit of God is nudging me, can I? If you now tell me, go ahead, we move on. If my time has almost elapsed, I say the Holy Ghost has a few things to do. Can, I, can you give me a few more minutes? Is it fine? If you say no, no problem. See, when you go to meetings and maybe they tell you to lead prayer and all those things, there's order. Are you with me? If they tell you lead prayer, don't just, don't say, you see, I have a word for someone here. They, they did not send you. They did not send you to give word. They say lead prayer. Lead prayer, drop mic, and go home. We all have the Holy Ghost. If you don't give the word, God will sponsor another person to give it. They told you to pray for children. You said there are four people trusting for fruit of the womb. Who asked you? Who asked you? You are under the... See, if I give you my mic, you misbehave. You won't smell it again. Because it shows you are a child. Are you with me? Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, oh, oh my soul worship his holy name i'll sing like never before oh my soul and worship Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship His holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul, and worship. at this. Acts chapter 3 verse 6. Look at what Peter said. I'm still under control that is done by men. 
Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as what? Such as I have, give I thee. See, those gifts are inside. You have a grab on anyone. Are you with me? Such as I have. And because Peter can say this, it means that there is control. 1 Thessalonians 5.19 He said, quench not the spirit. You know, Peter and Paul were saying many other things. Go to verse 17. Let's start from there. Now, I hope you know this is an instruction. This, talk to me now. This is an instruction, right? And he's giving them this instruction because they can do it. So he said, pray without ceasing. Next verse. In everything, give instruction. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Next verse. Quench not the spirit. Instruction. Because you can. Are you with me? Because you can, you can decide that in a meeting, God is not going to move in my direction. You can decide. And I heard somebody said, there was a minister that was coming here and his guys, they say, ah, oh, we are not going to fall. I said, you are doing yourself. You think he's the minister? Fall or not, he's anointed. Changes nothing. I've seen people who came to meetings where I was ministering. You are sick. I can get you healed by the Spirit. After I minister, you now say, young man, don't keep bad friends. Keep moving. They just want to show you that they are older than you. You understand? So in my mind, I'm like, but we're late, connect my dear. You know. Everybody wants me to minister to them, and they start with young man. You can't be healed. Is is the fact you can't? <laughs> you because you are seeing me as your son. You understand? Honor does not flow down. Are you with me? So he said. Um, I've seen people do all those things and I'm like what is wrong with you just just receive receive and be fine you are the one that is sick I'm going home <laughs> I'm going home now my goodness why spiritual things I'm going to run now I've not gotten to half of my notes but you've been blessed have you of course, not, not me. <laughs> All right. Okay. Why spiritual things? Listen to this, and this is something that is that follows the last thought. Listen, because because men are the ones that manifest these things, they pass through many filters, and men can be wrong. Are you with me? These things pass through the frailties of men. Even doctrine. Even doctrine. And it's because of all these things. Paul, after talking in first, about spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians, he now said, I show you a what? More excellent way. And then he spoke about what? Love. Because the reason for the things of the Spirit, I hope you know, if God never does a miracle again, He's still the Almighty. He doesn't, you know, you say, show me you are the true God. He doesn't need to. He's still, he's God all by himself. He was not elected into power. Are you with me? I like the way a man of God said, he said, you think, 
let me let me put it in God's company. You didn't call him, you don't pay him, you can't sack him. He's God all by himself. If you think of how small this earth is in the um, solar system, you now go up a little to the Milky Way. You now think of you. You say, if you don't do it, I don't believe in you again. <laughs> uh, okay. I've heard people say ridiculous. I'm angry at God. You are not serious. That's your problem. You're not serious. Let her wake up. G Masun. Wake up. Look at this. He said. So that's why Paul talked of a more a more excellent way, which is love. In our kingdom, it's not just the what, it is the why. God speaking to Samuel, he said, I'm the one you men look at the outward, but I look in the inward. I test the heart of man and try the reins thereof. So a man, especially as Valentine is coming, is tomorrow, Mashiach speaking tongues a little. A guy can be looking at a babe and she said, almost oh, she said, and that's all he sees. Canal man. He's seen as but God is looking at inward and say, She they craze, low key. You just don't know. You just don't know. So it's not just the words. And listen, can I tell you something? We will all stand before Jesus to receive the reward of what we have done in the flesh. God will not just check what you did, He will check why you did it. Listen, and that is why Jesus was talking. He said, if the Pharisees pray so that men will hear, will see their prayers and say that, wow, he's a prayerful man. They fast so that, and they wear sackcloth and their face is very sad. So men will look at them and say, wow, that guy is a fasting engine. And all those things. But you know what Jesus said? They've received their reward here on earth. Let it not be that you do something great for God and that great thing is the only reward you have. Because you did not do it at the order of God. You did it to show I can do my own thing too. Can I tell you something? You are standing before a God who everything in the heavens and the earth is naked before him. No secret is hidden before him. That's why Isaiah could be a prophet but stand before God. And as listen, when you see Jesus, everything will make sense. As you just see him like this, you will know that you will know why you could not have been saved by your works. All this argument we are doing here, no problem. See Jesus. As you just see him like that's why Isaiah could be prophesying and he saw Jesus. He said, I mean, nobody asked him. He said, I'm a man of unclean lips. He said, Let me judge yourself so you will not be judged. He said, Let me cover myself. I'm a man of unclean lips. And that is why every knee we bow, willingly or forcefully. But every knee we bow. When you see Jesus, your knees will buckle. You are the wisdom before time began. You reign forever. Your name is ever praised. You are the wisdom before time began. You reign forever. Your name is ever praised. You are the wisdom before time began. You reign forever. Your name is ever praised. 
impossible say Glory be to God I am always victorious determines anyways the purpose of spiritual things and the things of the spirit is not to show that I can do those things if you do that you have missed the point you have missed the point the goal for the things of the spirit is the edification of the other brother are you with me is the edification nothing amongst us must be done selfishly if we do it selfishly even if it is a thing of the spirit we have gotten our reward. Oh, guys, are you with me? Even if, you know, there is selfishness that is masked under the guise of spirituality. And that is why Paul will say, even if you give your body to be burnt, if it is not done in love, it's counted as nothing. Remember, we have a God who searches the heart and tries the reins thereof. So remember, even in the manifestation of the things of the spirit, love must be primary. Love must be primary. Love must be primary. And in explaining it, remember I said men manifest this. Doctrine many times determines interpretation. And that is why we must not leave the truth of God's word. You know, I, I remember somebody, I, I, I heard of the story of a man who, he saw a lady, he had a vision. He's in the vision. Please don't, don't imagine anything as I'm about to say this. Are you ready? Guard your mind first. Are you ready? In the vision, he saw her naked. Awesome. <laughs> now, in that vision, immediately he started saying, The Lord is saying, You are fornicating. You are doing this. <laughs> and she, she, she been a person where they fornicate. No, said they fornicate. She said, No. The guy did not agree. You see your fornication. She not agree. She now went to tell another man of God and told him, this is what... So, he said, as she was talking, he saw the same vision. <laughs> oh Lord, help us. He saw the same vision and he said, oh, what God was trying to communicate was, he wants you to be better with him in your devotion. So what many people call intimacy. Do you see what I'm talking about? Have you ever had a vision, a dream, a prompting? You gave it your own interpretation. When you failed, you now knew what God was saying. Give Jesus a wiper. See, my hand is up because I'm part of it. That's why many times when leadings come, see, there's a lie we tell ourselves. As leading is coming, you tell all your friends, you say, the Lord just spoke to me. And you tell them everything. And you have a sense of gratification already in telling them as if it has happened. Many times, wait. Flog that leading in prayer. Let the path that is your flesh die away. Let it now be clear. 
you might be seeing a brother for tomorrow but his gift that is just calling you it's not purpose can I talk to you <laughs> hey that one hit somebody you might be seeing a sister and you are hearing rice kill and eat but that is not what God is saying he's saying intercede but you have refused to pray his, his tweets and Valentine is coming where is your boyfriend that's what is playing in your spirit calm down hey, hey. Hey. prophesy for me not even to me now for me we need to ask Defiant for any questions hallelujah doctrine many times determines interpretation and let me say this I've heard a lot of people call people who teach false things false teachers mm-hmm. I hope you know there's a difference between a false teaching and a false teacher there's a difference between a false prophet and a false prophecy they are not the same someone who teaches a false message is not necessarily a false teacher a false teacher when you search through the epistles a false prophet when you search through the bible a false prophet is not one who um what's the word now a false prophet is not one who ah, let me explain this. basically false teacher false prophet through the bible they are not born again they are not but in the world but a false prophecy can come from a genuine prophet but he misprophesied he will lose god a false teaching can come from somebody who is of god so a lot of people say people like william branham he's a false teacher Mm-mm. he had false teachings but the man is of god as we have a lot of teachings that are around it does not mean these men are false teachers a false teacher is not born again a false teacher or a false prophet is one that is doing that by another spirit can let me give you an example apollos did not know much they expounded unto him the more better way i hope you know apollos was not a false teacher he was he just had false teaching that was not up to date with the current curriculum so they took him aside and they updated him from the baptism of john to the baptism of the spirit are you with me so people need to understand the, these things. Check the Bible. Check false teacher, false prophet. He said they've gone out of us because they were never part of us. They were not born again. Check properly. And look at this. Doctrine ma- aligns with manifestations of the spirit. It passes through many filters. And that's why as a believer you guard your heart. Things like greed. Things like all those things. You need to guard your heart. Let me give you one example from scriptures. Let me read Matthew, Luke chapter 9, 53 to 56. Come on, one that we always use. It says, And they did not receive him. <clears throat> Luke 9, 53. And they did, tell me when it's up. And they did not receive him. Because he's, we're going to 56, so go fast. And they did not receive him because his face was not as, his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. Next verse. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, will die that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them even as Elias did. Let me wait. I hope you know. They were not asking Jesus to do it. They were asking for permission to do it. You've not read it where? Late. Lord, we will doubt that we command fire. We, not Jesus. We, two of them, command fire to come down from heaven and consume them even as Elias did. They were the ones that were going to do it. Men are the ones that manifest the things of the spirit. 
is real. Oh, yes, it's real. Balaam, can I tell you something? You see Balaam? Hmm? Balaam was going to curse the children of Israel. Oh, I love that. He says, but the Bible says, the Lord turned the curse in his mouth to a blessing. Are you with me? You want to shake me for them, as you swear that will drop to the ground like this. But he turned it to a blessing. Now, Balaam was going, God had to interject. Because the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. A man can, st- a prophet can stand up from the bed of multiple fornications. Hmm? He will stand up, he will come to a meeting and prophesy like he has been on the mountain. And that's the scary thing about the grace of God. That's why Peter said, why do you look on us as if it is by our own holiness we do these things? A man can be in haughty morality and still be vibrating on a frequency you say, I want to be like him. <laughs> so, Balaam was going to curse Israel again. He went, his donkey saw the angel and his donkey stopped. The donkey spoke. He saw an angel with his sword. Can I tell you something? Balaam had dragged that donkey still with the angel still there. The angel would have... Because he was going to, he was going to curse God's elect. Israel was God's integrity to protect. Are you with me? Because without Israel, the the prophecy will not be fulfilled. When you read the Old Testament and you see things that look like atrocity, why did God defend Israel? It's not about Israel. He had you in mind. Because through Israel, David was going to be born. Through David's line, Jesus was going to come. I'm going to do a teaching, another supernatural class, before we enter things like supernatural provision, supernatural leading, for the glory of God. I taught that at Oxano. I'll teach you that again. That teaching, we are going to put many things in context. Why miracles? Why? Why? Why does God do the things He does? Why? So, for the glory of God, please don't miss that one. Glory. Yes, He said. Um, this is, and He turned. This is Jesus, and rebuked them and said, "Ye know not what manner of spirit ye are." Of go to fifty-six. For the Son of Man is not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. Wait, let me explain this. Why? Let me pick your brain a little. Let me help you think with scriptures. Why would Jesus say this? And then Jesus will still say, don't be afraid of... Jesus is God, right? Why would Jesus say that and say, don't be afraid of he who can kill the body, but be afraid of he, which is God, who can destroy both the body and be soul in hell. If he came to save men's life, why did he why is he saying things like that? And he's God. Don't confuse us, Jesus. Simple. This is the same reason why Jesus, when reading about himself from Isaiah, he said he read about the acceptable year of the Lord, and he did not read about the day of vengeance. Are you with me? Because in that verse he quoted about Isaiah, he talked about his prophecies. Then he spoke about the acceptable year of the Lord and he closed the book. It's not because the day of vengeance is not going to come. It's because the dispensation in which he came was to save men's lives. It was not to destroy. The next time when Jesus is coming, he's coming with fire in his eyes. He's coming as a just judge. So, the next time when he comes, it will be called the what? Day of vengeance. Where whoever did not believe in his atoning sacrifice... Whoever did not accept what is what is called the acceptable year will be judged. 
Have I answered that question? So he said, but he came to save men's lives. This verse basically tells us that they said, call down fire as Elijah did. But he said, "Uh uh-uh. He said, you don't know the spirit here of what does that mean for us? Simple. If Jesus, of course you've heard this many times, if Jesus was there when Elijah called down fire, he would have what? Rebuked him. Because he did not want Elijah to destroy men. Are you with me? They asked him to do the same thing. So also, with the gifts of the spirit, you can... I'm going to come to, there's a sub part of my teaching called, I hope we're not tired. Alright. There's a sub part of my teaching called prophetic misconduct. Somewhere there. There are a lot of people who, you can do evil with the gift of the spirit and get away with it. You can, but of course not before God. You will stand before him. You can do evil on, is is ridiculous. Let me jump a little. You will see, because by the things of the spirit, you can. Imagine as I got the end of his account number, I just pick a little further and see how much is in the account. I said, the Lord is saying, um, I see 80% of that is so, so, so amount of money. Why don't you, the Lord is saying, do something for his prophet. It's not the Lord, it's your belly, sir. It's your belly. Because men can do, I'll come to that. So you can do evil by the gifts of the spirit and go scot-free. But because the things of the spirit have a purpose, they have a context, they have a reason why they were given. Mm. A reason why they were given. Glory. So quickly, what are revelatory gifts? Papa Hagen was the one that quickly put them in these three boxes. Number one, discernment of spirits. Discernment of spirits. Listen, I don't want you to think of manifestations of the Spirit just within the context of ministry. Because there are manifestations and you are the Spirit are one. You are perfectly intermingled with the Holy Ghost. Eh? You can have revelatory gifts even at work and manifest at work. You can have them manifest in every... The supernatural is perfectly intermingled with the everyday of your life. Are you with me? discernment of spirits that's number one revelatory gift I, I just gave a quick definition here I said perception of spiritual activities and beings perception of spiritual activities and beings which usually is by knowing or seeing I go through that again perception of spiritual activities and beings which usually is by knowing or by seeing Many even include uh, perception of the activities of a human spirit. I'll come to that. It is not suspicion, no, it's discernment. One is one is not sure, one is definite. I'm not quoting notes for you. <laughs> wait, I'll be right. wait, I'm explaining something. Suspicion is like it be like say discernment is definite, something is off. Let me explain before I even go into okay. Let me let me start from scripture. Discernment of spirit. Acts chapter 16, 16. Acts 16, 16. Let me walk around a bit. Are you ready? Acts 16, 16. He said, and it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us. 
which brought her masters gain by soothsaying. The same for Paul and us, and cried, saying, These men are servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. You know what this means? In the spirit realm, true is not always truth. Are you with me? The fact that it's true does not mean it is by a spirit that sponsors truth. So that's why somebody can call you and say your name is Esther. Tell you everything. Tell you the way your blood looks like. And says all those things and says he now ends it with a you need to sow a dangerous seed. Provoke my oil. I <laughs> happen Jesus be a shield. They, they will say that he what he's saying is the truth. But it's not he's sponsored by a very questionable. He can be saying it and all the information are accurate, but then there's a spirit that is giving him information that is not of God. It's possible. Uh -uh. I heard a man of God. They let me go by Pastor Kenny. Pastor Kenny Toluso is the leader of Vivify Ministries. Amazing stuff. He said, he said he told me how he was on the gallery one time. And a lady met him and was telling him, was talking to him, saying different things. When she just started quoting scripture, he just just looked at her and said, Out of her! But she was quoting scriptures. It's questionable now. If she's quoting scripture, you will say, Remanize me. Remember this young lady, what she still what she said was the truth. These are men that came to show them the way of salvation. But something was off. He said, and this he did many days. Paul did not touch it. You know, a lot of people say it's possible that Paul did not pick it. Those many days. It's possible. I don't know. I'm not saying that's what it is. He said, but Paul being grieved. Oh, do you see that word? Paul being grieved turned and said, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of her. And he came out the same hour. That come out of her crashed somebody's industry. So you see, um, uh, okay. You see, when Paul said, and he was grieved in his spirit, don't don't do away with those nudges in your spirit. Those those simple seeming nudges in a particular direction. Don't do away with them. Many of you have had this, but because you are not exactly sure what discernment of spirit is, you, are, you were not sure that's what happened. How many of you have been in your room praying before and you sensed there was a beam in your room? Maybe you didn't see it. But you sensed there was a beam in your room. Give Jesus a wiper. That is discernment. You pass somebody and you are like, ah, something is off about this person. You cannot tell it. Everything looks fine. But you, can, you just know that something is off about this person. You know. Many times that's what happens in meetings when sometimes I'm ministering and everything is fine and I just walk straight somebody sometimes it might be God just wants to gift the person something or it could be something needs to be ekbalod ejected that's what I mean discernment is not suspicion You everything may look fine on the outside but learn to live from within something might just be off and you just pick it from your spirit that, ah and it's in things like that you just say Hallelujah. All right. All right. 
So those times when you just feel no, everything might look fine, but from inside you can tell something is off. Remember where we started by as I'm teaching you these things, grace is being communicated. You just become more aware because your mind is catching up with truths in your spirit. He said, you, that's what happened to Paul. Let's go on. It might just be that every day, everything has been fine. But one day, a person just comes and you're like, ah. I've heard pastor give many of those testimonies. He just tells the person, can I, can I just pray with you? And that's where they start. Right? Ah, those days. Ah, boy, you were deliverance minister. <laughs> boy, I will cast you. Forget boy, boy is forming word now. Scam. Then can I pray with you? Fire! Straight. Scatter everywhere. But now we've we've seen the light of God's word. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look at Jesus. He said, Jesus saw Nathaniel coming to him. Mark John 1 47. And said unto him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. That's the assignment. You just pick it. That something is. It's the same way you can pick the opposite. Somebody is smiling at all. You're like, be careful of this guy. What is wrong? I don't know. Something is just off. See, learn to have this in your friendship to avoid heartbreak that is unnecessary. Second Kings 6. Look at verse 15. 2 Kings 6 from verse 15. It says, And when we're going to read this fast to 17. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, an host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? <laughs> and he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us oof, are more than they that be with them. Next verse. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee open his eyes. Isaiah, Elijah don't pick him. He has descended. But this guy needed to see. He said that he may see. And Lord, op- and the Lord opened the eyes of the, young man, of the young man. And he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. Round about Elijah. One thing I also want to correct is when a lot of people think of these gifts of spirit, they are quick to think of spectacular things when you see an angel in full frame, and that's when you are this. That is also discernment. You know, when people say they saw Jesus, that is discernment. At the same time, at the same time, let me tell you this. Because we look, we are looking for spectacular things, we, we are quick to throw away the little things that are also supernatural. Are you with me? So, somebody who sees an angel is not, does not make your own perception more questionable. Please close that door. Someone who sees an angel does not make your own perception that you just sense that there is an angel in your room. It does not make it more spectacular than it, or it does not make yours um, less valid. Are you with me? Are you with me? And many times, I don't blame us. It's because of the experiences we've heard and read. So we think we want the same thing. God knows how he works with you. Don't kick out what God is doing because of what you want. 
Glory to God. Anyways, I, I've spoken about this, but we'll just read it. Um, I, I've spoken about this before. Listen, there's discernment with, with knowledge as well. Doctrine, doctrine serves as a guide for the things of the spirit. So there's discernment within as well. You can, you can leave the open. It's fine if you're struggling with it. You can leave it open. There's discernment with knowledge as well. First John 4, 1 to 6. You know, when he said, Beloved, believe not all spirits, or many false prophets. He said, Every spirit that confessed that Jesus is come in the flesh, uh, that confessed not that Jesus is not of God. So that was a doctrinal framework for what he was saying. Just like how Paul said, God, um, um, any spirit that confessed that Jesus, uh, what had the prophets again? Uh, that says that Jesus is a cause, is not speaking by the spirit. So you can just read, discernment is also with knowledge. But listen, pay attention to the promptings of your spirit. Alright? Alright? Some of you have not been in teaching meetings this long, have you? We've, just, we've not even gone up to two hours. Um, another revelatory gift, the word of knowledge. This is the, word, the most common one. This is a supernatural knowing of the past or a present event. Listen to this. This is also done, usually done by seeing an impression or a knowing. When I say seeing, I mean in your heart, you could just see a picture. I was talking to somebody two days ago. And I told her, remember you had a conversation with me about this, 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 about some hand, someone else that we're talking. I told her you had a conversation about him. She said, ah, I cannot remember. I now saw them having the conversation. And I, I told her he was wearing white. She said, oh, yes. Wow. Oh, wow. Because I was not there. But I saw the picture. I saw what he was wearing. And I told her that and she remembered instantly but she was wild but she remembered but she was wild so it can happen by seeing many times when you are praying pictures are forming in your heart and you think it's just because you are hungry no pay attention it could be of course see listen there's a way you pray there's a point you get to when you are praying you know anything that enters now it has to be of God because as you've prayed you've cut off all the many other things that's why you should learn to stay in prayer. Don't just pray like you are doing popcorn. Stay in prayer. Shark grace well. Do you understand? The word of knowledge. Second Kings 5, 25 to 26. I'm just going to quote this quickly. So we run. Second Kings 5, 25 to 26. He said, But he went in and stood before his master. And Elisha said unto him, Okay, whence cometh thou Gehazi? And he said, Thy servant went nowhither. That means thy servant went nowhere. And he said unto him, Went not my heart with you? And they follow you as they go. <laughs> he said, When the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee, is it a time to receive money? Now, this is when Elisha told Elisha told Gehazi that you know what? Go, I'm not collecting anything from you. But Gehazi said, Anyway is a way. Man must work. He followed him to collect. He said, I followed you. He said, is it a time to receive money and to receive garments? And oligiards and vineyards and sheep and oxen and men servant and men. Next verse. The lep... Hey, Mashiach. It's very deep. Wait, you've skipped 27, 26. That's what we read earlier. 
Okay. Yes. Basically, what I was saying is, Elisha told Elisha did not follow Gehazi, but he saw what Gehazi did. He said, "Guy, I." <laughs> he said, "Where did you go?" He said, "I did not go anywhere." He said, "But well, I saw you. You followed him. You collected money." Are you with me? That is word of knowledge. It's a supernatural knowing of either a past event or a present event. And it can come by seeing, it can come by an impression. It might just come by there's an information in your heart. There's something about your friend. And many times, it could be the little things. Don't do away with the little things. Look at the um, Acts chapter 9 verse 11. The Lord said to Ananias, he said, arise. Go into the street which is called Street and inquire in the house of Judas. See, there is Street, there was the house, there was the basically this is the person's address, and there is a specific person in that house with what he was doing at that time. Let me read it to you. And the Lord said unto him, Arise, go into the street which is called Street and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of, Tartor, of Tarsus. Behold, he prayeth. There was the street, there was the address, there was the house, there was the owner of the house, there was the person that was looking for her and what the person was doing at that time. So I've heard a lot of people argue and they say things, oh, all this word of, why do you need somebody to tell you your phone number? Calm down. Calm, don't be angry that you don't know it. You don't know how to do it. Calm down. First of all, okay, I realize many times that these gifts work in bunches. Are you with me? The aim of a word of knowledge is not just the word of knowledge. Are you with me? So, for him now, when I got the word, I didn't just pick that word. There was, a, there was utterance that followed it. So, when you pick a word of knowledge on some, from someone and you say, hmm, um, pick a word of knowledge and you say, um, you know, I see somebody, your last name is this, your first name is this, you come from a family, you are this, this, this. The Lord can, there may be one person, okay, so you go to a word of the way, and you see, I hear Linda. 18 people can stand up. So you now start being very specific, so that you pick one person. When you now pick one person, personally, I believe it's unnecessary, except the Lord is prompting you to deal with a particular area. So maybe you now go to where they work, the department they work, and then utterance and every other thing now follows from there. But all those gist where you say, I'm telling you what you don't know. Well, after you call the person, you give the person word, 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 word. You now say, can I profess that? What have you been doing since? There, there must go deeper, Papa. There must be a reason why a word of knowledge is picked. The gifts of the Spirit are not just for the gifts of the Spirit. There's a reason why they were given. There's a reason why a word of knowledge is manifested. And a lot of people have missed it because they think because they've not gotten specific details like this. I, I, I think, way of the believer, I think I, I, there's a village I called. I think it's in Bitoli. I said, who here is from Bitoli? It does not sound deep. I, mean, I did not say your complexion, your father's house is around like this. There are two, this is the gate, this is the black, is this. I said, who is from Bitoli? It was only one girl in an entire meeting of about 70 to 80 people. It was only her. So many times we find we have words of knowledge and we are expecting all the details. Many times is as you are doing one, the next one will come. So, and because you, you have not gotten deeper, papa, you are thinking that 
he's not going to shake the person. Is it your word? Give the person and go away now. I remember I was with somebody in school. I said, I said, I'm, uh, we just talked to her. I said, I'm seeing 4.79. Four, four he laughed. He said, that's my CGP. I said, hey, all right, let's continue talking. So, words of knowledge are not just for words of knowledge. There is a reason they are given. Praise Jesus. So after revealing all the wickedness in the person's house, what else? And on the other side, I've, I've heard people talk down on specifics on word of knowledge. Don't let that rubbish enter your heart. It's necessary. God is not foolish. Are you with me? Second, in fact, I'm very sure in that uh, Acts 9:11, if Judah, if Paul had phone number, I would have given him. He said, call him. Tell him the Lord gave me your number. I'm coming. But how specific? I mean, you see Jesus talking to Nathaniel. He said, I saw you. You were under the tree when your brother came to call you. He said, you are Nathaniel of the family of this. You are a, a, an Israelite indeed. Specific. Uh, I believe in all God has to offer. When people say, rather than this prophetic thing, why don't you go for the word? Who says two truths cannot exist side by side? Are you living? Who says two truths? You see, we live in a in a zero and ones world where everybody thinks everything is a zero-sum game. It's not true. Two truths can coexist. They can. I can disagree with your lifestyle and not hate you. And you don't have to be threatened. Don't let people rob you into that kind of thing. Don't, don't allow it. Don't allow it. Moreover, you'll find out that we live in a world that is full of double standards. Everybody picks a standard that they like. Social issues is, is, a, is a whole conversation. It's a whole conversation. Second Kings six twelve. This is the servant. The servant said, "The king said, which of us keeps on telling the king of Israel our plans?" One guy said, "He said we must have a mole." He said, "We don't have a mole." Look at one of the servants said, "None, my lord, no betrayer." He said, "But Elisha, the prophet that is in Israel, he telleth the king of Israel the words that thou speak, <laughs> that thou speakest in thy bedchamber." Elijah can just deal. Elisha can just deal like this. He just call the king or he will ping he will send him a FaceTime and I message. He say, Bro, they are planning to waylay you at this I pass the other road. Yeah? You say great. The king will get there and be angry. He say, Who keeps telling? He says the prophet. He's revelatory. He's Abiam. See, give revelatory gifts will save your life. They will. You know all those little nudges where you feel like now some of us are lazy by nature. Trust me, they happen to all of us. Have you, have you ever felt very excited about going out? This is not the spirit of God, it's you. You felt excited about going out, but as you have your bath, your bed is calling you. It's me, I'm, it's me, is it? It's me. And you are just hoping the guy takes you. Guys, something came up. You're like, hey, you sure? No, I like. I think I realized that, you know, when we were younger, we always wanted to go out. As you get older, you won't stay in your house. <laughs> Especially with this son, 
Listen. I want to stay here. If you drag me out of my house, I love you. I'm serious. I love you. So, Elisha picked what the king's plans were. That is a word of knowledge. Pastor said how a couple of people were gossiping about him and he was just praying and the Lord showed him their conversations. Pastor, the Lord showed him their conversations and they were just having... And later, one of them now came to say, okay, I'm sorry, we have been gossiping about you, but I'm ready to repent. And told him exactly what he saw. Are you with me? There was a time I left, I, I came here for a comedy show, I was going home. I just knew that as I'm going home, I should be very careful, if not, I'll be robbed. And my phone was low, I couldn't order bolts, everything. Ha! I shall find a way. You know those ones when you are walking, you are not walking straight. Straight. If anybody says, Bros, you are who? Okay, Tani bro, eh? <laughs> Who's your bro? Walk straight. See, let me tell you, God works in many ways. Will be attentive to God. There are times God wants to be wants to show his wisdom. The other times he wants to show his power. Follow. The times when he wants to show his wisdom, if you are showing power, you will die for nothing. Let me explain. I've heard many people who stand before the gun and boldness just comes out and they say that gun will not shoot. And really it doesn't. And the robbers run away. They're like, this one now, I don't. But the other times when the Lord will tell you, don't pass here, pass this other place. You say, I trust your protection, Lord. Okay. Okay, no problem. No problem. Um, and the final revelatory gift is the word of wisdom. You know, did I def- okay? I think I defined the word of knowledge already. The word of wisdom is supernatural knowing, and most times counsel. When I say counsel, I'm going to explain of future activities. This, manifest, this manifestation is actually creative. Um, it's Lester Sumerall, his book on spiritual gifts that gave me clarity into this. He said, word of knowledge is a word of God's knowledge. Meaning of the all-knowing God, you picked something that only he knew and gave it expression. Word of wisdom is the speaking words from God's wisdom. And many times God's wisdom, especially as you see in the Bible, is futuristic. So you see somebody and you're prophesying and you're like this week the Lord is saying you're going to come across somebody that's going to do this, do this, do that and that's going to help you with things that you want and you give words around that um, um, futuristic circumstance that's a word of wisdom. You know many times it is difficult to isolate these gifts because as you're giving word of knowledge in the utterance you're giving word of knowledge word of wisdom is inside here. Are you with me? So these things work in bunches. Many t- we're, we're still going to practice that, right? Or we'll, we'll pair up or in threes and then manifest the things of the Spirit because it's for all of us. Glory to God. So I'm just going to give us one example of this. I'm almost done. Give me First Samuel 10, 1 to 8. Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head and kissed him and defied him. 
and said, Is it not because the Lord had anointed thee captain over his inheritance? Next verse. When thou art departed from me today, then thou shalt find two men by Rachel's sepulchre in the border of Benjamin at Zelah. Specific. Are you with me? And they will say unto thee, The asses which thou wentest to seek are found. And lo, thy father has left the care of the asses and sorrowed for you, saying, What should what shall I do for now for my son? Then shalt thou go on forward from thence, and thou shalt come to the plain of Tabor. And this sounds like a place in the Delta. And there shall meet thee three men going up to God to Bethel. One carrying three kids, that's three little goods, not three three children. No. And another carrying three loaves of bread. And another carrying a bottle of wine. And they will salute thee and give thee two loaves of bread. Which thou shalt receive of their hands. And after that thou shalt come to the hill of God. Where is the garrison of the Philistines? And it shall come to pass when thou art come thither to the city. That thou shalt meet a company of prophets. Coming down from the high place with a psaltery and a tablet and a pipe and a harp before them and they shall prophesy and the spirit of the Lord will come upon you and thou shalt prophesy with them and shall be turned into another man how many of us remember that verse from last supernatural class and let it be when these signs are come unto thee that thou do as occasion serve thee for God is with thee next verse and thou shalt go down before me to Gilgal and behold I will come down unto thee to offer burnt offering and to sacrifice sacrifices <laughs> of peace offering seven days shall thou tarry till I come to thee and show thee what thou shalt do next verse we are going to 10 and it was so that when and it was so that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel God gave him another heart and all these signs came to pass that day and when they came to start to the hill behold a company of prophets met him and the spirit of God came upon him and he prophesied among them now that is a manifestation of the word of wisdom he told him what was going to happen and told him what to do are you with me finally or second to finally prophetic misconduct I really want to talk about this listen the goal or the job of a ministry gift is to primarily train God's people to be ministers themselves. Are you with me? Talk to me. Are you with me? It's to primarily train God's people to be ministers themselves. Look, look, listen. Lack, one, one misbehavior of many ministry gifts is lack of understanding of God's word. Lack especially since we are talking of revelatory, prophetic especially, if you the least ministry the, the ministry gifts who lack God's word the most are people who call themselves prophets am I lying? you see, you say I can't preach I can't teach, but I can tell you God's word, you are an oracle sir He said, my own is not to teach the word. I'm going to leave that for your pastor. It's not my calling. Ah. He gave some apostles, pastors, prophets, evangelists, um, 
apostle prophet evangelist pastoring teachers for the equipping of the saints all of them have a primary responsibility which is what teaching which is teaching are you with me they have a primary responsibility which is tony they have a primary responsibility which is hallelujah they have a primary responsibility which is teaching a ministry gift is because of lack of understanding and teaching of god's word that a lot of people have made their pastors become native doctors you go to his office with two white fowl do you know i've realized that many people deserve the pastor they have you know what titus said um, um, timothy paul told him he said having itchy ears it means that's what they want to hear here they scratch them you don't like have you you pray for you pray for people before and they will tell you is that all jog jog ground that's not all so you you speak to some people and they're like that's all that's all now they want you that when you pray that you say bring two virgin male white fowl two not three young lady two in fact the last two in the entire market they like that type and it is because of lack of understanding of God's word many even seemingly genuine ministers have entered things that look like diabolism and because believers don't also know God's word how can you pastor share the story how can you go somewhere to to be ministered to you know your parents say go and meet the prophet go and meet prophet they say okay i'm honoring you i'm going to meet prophet the prophet gave you fish to eat is he a chef <laughs> they are ridiculous things though he said you went somewhere they use blood to pass you And you to shamelessly you say I receive receive you receive evil spirit. So many times if you go to I don't know, see listen listen the primary reason you are in church is to be trained and training is principally done by the teaching of God's word. You cannot come to a meeting that is five hours and four hours is can I pro? Can I pro? You say pro papa. But you came a fool, you left a fool. You don't know God's word. I've seen many people that are very eager about manifestations of the things of the spirit, and because of that, they entered Satan. I've seen people begin their quest for the things of the spirit, they became possessed or oppressed. Maybe they believe believers, they became oppressed. Guy will start seeing beings that are pursuing him. When if you bring those kind of cases to me, the way I will cast the spirit out, you will go and read your Bible. He said, bring two white cock. Yourself, you brought. He said, want to use it to pray to the Lord for you. Of course now, you don't have prayer life. So they must eat your chicken. You deserve it. A prophet, an apostle, an evangelist, they must be teachers of God's word. There must be people who can train the saints to do the same things that they are doing with ease. God's plan is not that there is a superman. 
It does not matter how grandiose a church is. Any ministry that only the man at the top can do the things that he can do is is failed. Because God's plan is that he raises men. That that man raises other men who can do what he's doing as well. Another thing I like to call another prophetic misconduct I wrote is exaggerations. Listen to me. The things of the spirit are not to raise your CGPA as a minister or as a believer. They are to minister to the saints. Listen, listen. Let me explain this very carefully. I'm saying these things. Don't just laugh about it or think of a prophet somewhere. Apply them to your life. Are you listening to me? I've heard a lot of people say things like this. They say, "Mm, let me give you one. Let me give you one. They say, for example, Taiwo, I say, as I look at you, young lady, I'm seeing account numbers around you. Account numbers. Where do you work? He said, I work in a bank. Can I pro? What do you mean? Don't be impressive when you're trying to manifest the things of the Spirit. Seek to edify. Seek to edify. You see somebody, he said, I see needle and thread. What do you do? Don't you know what needle and thread means? Seek to edify. He said, You are a tailor. He said, Ha ha. Oh, I hear God. <laughs> and do you know what this has cost? The, or many people are manifesting gifts like this and they say, the, I'm here, but I'm not here. The angel of the Lord has carried my spirit. I go straight. I reach Oshodi. I turn right. As I turn right, I keep going towards Antonia. I turn right again. I see Charlie Boy. The angel of the Lord says, Come down. As I cross Charlie Boy, I see a house. The gate is green. He says, It's my father's house. <laughs> I know the Spirit of God can. They, but all those gymnastics, do you know what they do? They inhibit the mind, they inhibit the believers from flowing in those things themselves. So, because the angel of the Lord is not carrying you by your wig through all those places, you too, you think you think you are not seen. Again, is this showmanship that has entered the pulpit? We want to be impressive. So that's why when you enter, you are not smiling. You just say, do you know me before? Have you met me before? Do I have your phone number? Have you seen me? Can I talk to you? Don't be embarrassed. I see four stars around. How many are you in your family? He say, can I pro? Shake one leg and shout glory. See, see all these things they affect believers they affect believers so also that even the words you you will never grow in the things of the spirit because how you will grow is by practice and because your own is not spectacular you will never practice amen for how long will we have bodies of believers where you before you travel not that you inform your pastor for accountability sake you will tell him to check front for you if he's clear before you go before you marry you 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 are not telling him for accountability or counsel you are telling him to he say pastor i have five men these are their pictures because he's arushi he said these are their pictures pastor select for me pastor ronaldo mm.
listen there's a reason for revelation there's a reason why god reveals don't say i'm telling you what you don't know listen those who are who are disciple and they follow me for a while they know that when we are in-house there are things i do i will never do in meetings i will laugh about it and act like it never happened <laughs> because we are in-house if you don't know you don't know <laughs> So others, I'm telling you what you don't know. So when I, I'm telling you what you know. So when I tell you what you don't know, you will believe me. Okay, minister, and go away. Minister, and go away. You can't be in a ministry where the meeting is the, like I said, the meeting is five hours, four hours, fifteen minutes. You are prophesying. He say, you say because of time, I want to share a quick word. Time. I say this with all honor. Have you realized ministries where they focus a lot on deliverance and all those things instead of the teaching of God's word, the people that have been free will get oppressed again. Because they do their head is air that is inside. They don't know anything. Don't know anything. Should you should be knocked. Exaggeration. Number three, the failings of men. That's under prophetic misconduct. It's part of what I was saying. You know, you by the spirit, you know, I said by the spirit you can do things. By the spirit, you pick somebody's account details. You pick how much is in the account. You say, The Lord, man of God, you won't tell the person if you are seeing how much is in his account. You just say, The Lord said you should you should do something mighty for him. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Man of God, I don't know. But I see. Uh, I don't want to put a figure in this. I didn't plan this, but the Lord spoke to me. Drop three hundred thousand. Shake the Lord's right leg. Do something for the Lord. Now, because you've told the man the, his the school his children go to, their names, their friends, the name of his dogs, you've told him everything. The man will say, "Of course, now he has to be genuine." It's the same thing I said about Balaam. If the angel of the Lord did not stop Balaam and Balaam cursed Israel, it would have followed Israel. Are you aware? Be the same abilities a pastor or a ministry he can minister to people and say be healed. He can say be sick. And people will be sick as well. Because power when put in any context we achieve what he says to do. That is where doctrine comes in to give us guardrails. I've been in meetings, stay January where the power of God was on fleek. It was everywhere last year. Bro, I saw a vision of someone who her uncle was res- or the person's uncle was responsible for what was wrong with the person. I hope you know I could have killed the uncle. Is a word. It's not hard. But doctrine will hold me back. God does not want the sinner to perish. I would just say I see someone. Let the angel of the Lord smite you. Na- tomorrow the man will die. It's not hard. But doctrine doctrine that's why the Lord had to stop Balaam he had to stop Balaam and he had to also turn the curse in his mouth to a blessing how to flow in the revelatory gifts listen to this this is a very important key this is my last point flowing by another believer 
when you see another believer flow in the things of the spirit he's not supposed to birth awe in you that's what happens to unbelievers are you with me guys talk to me are you with me you see when he said that he said when one enters and he sees you prophesying he's going to know that god is in your midst if he sees you prophesying he will know that god is in your midst and then he will, he will lie down on his face giving glory to God. That's the unbeliever's response. That wow, these things are cool. But the believer's response is not exactly all. The believer's response to the things of the spirit is that, hey, if this person is doing it, he's doing it by the same spirit that is at work in me. And that's why the Bible is littered with human examples. Human examples are so powerful. He said Elijah was a man of like passion, but he what? Prayed. So when you see a brother flowing, even Hebrews 11, he said he was talking of the, cloud, the people, the people he called cloud of witnesses. He talked about their stories and talked about how they held on to faith and all those things. And he says, follow them who through faith and patience obtain the promise. In, in, in our kingdom, a good example is not we don't just see good examples to model after them. When you see a good example, possibilities are duplicated mm, guys are you with me when you see can i say that again as a believer when you see a good example you're not just seeing a good example because oh this is nice it's when you see a good example in our kingdom it's because it's, it shows you that possibilities can be duplicated are you with me guys talk to me are you with me He said, follow them. So when you see somebody prophesying, even if he's a prophet and you may not be, because he's doing that by the Spirit, you can do the same. There are many things I watched ministers do and I duplicated the same results. Because when I saw them, it was not, ah, mad, oh, It was that he's doing it by the same Spirit that is at work in me. And that's why there's no room for envy. There's no room for envy. Number two, first of all, let me even put this be bold. Be bold in the things of the Spirit. The worst that can happen is you are wrong. That's the worst that will happen. You are wrong. They will not beat you. They didn't pay you for the word now. The worst that will happen is you are wrong follow up on the little things even if it's a number a name just the little things that are impressed in your spirit give it expression you will see as you give it expression more will flow more will flow and finally practice practice you could just be in a place and just you know you're talking with someone and you just you are searching your hands like, holy ghost what's up how far what word what are you showing me those little things or you just be in a bus or you're in a boat and you're just you're, your spirit is focused on the driver you're like lord who is this guy talk to me tell me something that's how you practice and that's how you get better i sat a girl down one day and i told her sit down and i told her the color of her gate the color of her house the color of the chair i described the house for her she said jesus i said calm down describe everything and the, you, the first time Bemi, Bemi Sola met me, she hated me. Because she met, I said, What do you have to do with writing? She said, Jesus. 
gave out the word. But now we are cool. Because, but I did not start manifesting the things of the spirit. Like I'm not even where I want to be. Trust me. There are scary depths in this thing. <laughs> I'm getting better. And that's how you just calm down. Just be working with what you have. Start from where you are to get to where you want to be. Build with practice. Build with practice. Build with practice. Build with practice. Amen? Amen? Guys, amen? Alright, so we're going to do this. After we do this, then I'm going to flow with the power of God. Um, the hand of God is going to touch you so powerfully. Things will shift in your life. Things will shift in your life. Things will shift in your life. I just want you to do this real quick. So we're going to practice. You know what? Let me practice it so you see it. Then we'll do it. Study the accounting. Raise your hand well. I'm heading somewhere. Who is practicing? Who is practicing? Are you practicing or not? So two of you. You work in a company. There's a green, there's green on it. There's green on it. Yours? Hold on. Who else? I want to zero. I want to zero in on something. Who else? You could just have. Hold on. I'm coming to both of you. Just hold on. Petri Kevedelo Sote Kamaniasha. Fadenon Tekebatu. Aluchi stand. I'm seeing. Are you seeing another one? Are you okay? Are you sure? So the person is here. You said this this week. You said this this week. That as you're coming for supernatural class, you're really going to get better in the things of the spirit. Your perception, that was the specific thing. Your perception is going to be sharper. Your perception is going to be sharper. It is going to seem like, I don't know why I'm saying this, it's just distracting me, but it's going to seem like you are going to 
sends angels better or something like that. Who is the person? Here. Okay. So you see how it is, right? Guys, talk to me. You see how it is, right? Alright. So you just pick things like that. Let me just pick something else. Alagbara You are the mighty God Einlato Biju You are the glorious God I don't know why it's account numbers I'm seeing I'm seeing someone who First of all, there's financial favor for this person coming Remember I said these things work in bunches There's financial favor for this person You walk in And no, the bank you use is a GT bank And I don't know, there's a five, something five. Hold on, I'm not getting all the numbers. You are the mighty God. Ain't I told you? You are the glorious God. I like my You are the mighty God. You are the glorious God. Thank you, Jesus. Ah. No, we, we practice. I continue like this. We just enter something else. We need to practice. You know what? Let's just do this quickly. Don't worry. There's still more time to play eventually. I trust you were blessed by the teaching of God's word. For more ministry content, visit niministries.org. God bless you.